Let's get to it. It's another Friday. It's another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. And we got a lot of special guests in the studio. Dolly, of course. How's it going? What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Aaron, what's up, man? What's happening? LJ, back at it. What's going on? I returned. And Charles, of course. What's up? Hi. Got it again with the white vans. <laughs> <laughs> and last week, uh, we I, I was at a Jack White concert. That's why, basically, I'll just be honest. I, Worth it. I couldn't, I couldn't miss that show as it was coming through. And Tom Waits was actually on the side of the stage, which was uh, pretty cool. I have a little photo here of uh, Tom Waits. We'll get to the news in just a bit, but I just wanted to show you guys. That here's a photo of Tom Waits and Jack White backstage. Oh, Tommy boy. And he visited him on that night that we saw him on uh, that Thursday at the Bill Graham Civic. There's Tom Waits hanging out backstage watching the show. I uh, can't think of Tom Waits without without picturing him from Bram Stoker's, Stoker's Dracula and the, the <laughs> Francis Cor- Cor- Coppola one. <laughs> My favorite is uh, Down by Law. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. both of our favorite, definitely. Love, love that one uh, mm-hmm. with Tom Waits. All right, so, but the big news, of course, was the Queen of Soul passing away, Aretha Franklin passing away at the age of 76. Uh, just uh, a huge loss. I mean, the world is not any of a better place now that she's gone and uh it's just kind of a bummer to think about uh i don't know the the impact that she had on modern music and uh, being the first female artist to be inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame uh 75 million records she sold making her one of the best-selling singers in history 18 grammy awards oh the grammy God. lifetime achievement grammy living legend award the kennedy center honor in 2005, she received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor. Jesus. 73 charting records. Wow, that is amazing. She she changed the American oh culture God. for 30, 40 decades. Definitely. Yep. Um, the crazy thing that I wanted to point out, too, Elvis Presley died on the same day 41 years ago. Wow. wow. He died on the same day, the king and queen, uh, kind of, so to speak, of modern music. Uh, and the beginning of rock and roll and everything else. Uh, so, unfortunately, we have some other... Um, R.I.P. Aretha. Uh, right now, right? They're going to be doing the funeral um, August 28th and 29th uh, at the Museum of African History. Uh, and I think they're actually going to be somehow on online, if you guys wanted to check it out. There's some kind of a live stream or something, celebration of her life. But can, can you imagine uh, going out that universally loved... Isn't yeah, that the craziest yeah. thing. Like, I couldn't think of a better way to go. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's like what we would all want to achieve in life, right? right? Like to be as much as loved and appreciated as, as she was, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she she uh, sang at Martin Luther King's uh, funeral and then Obama's inauguration. Yep, mm-hmm. that's two completely uh, different times in American history and it's just but also very monumental times that she was part of right right and she just you know she was there for it all and was the voice of it all it was amazing yeah it's kind of crazy also another loss in the music world Egg King the guitarist the the original guitarist I should say for Leonard Skinner has passed away at the age of 68 like we all hear Sweet Home Alabama the the little guitar intro that's him that's Egg King that Telecaster sound and uh, he was also in the band Strawberry Alarm Clock, and he played on that Incense and Pemperments and kind of that first psychedelic, fuzzed-out rock and roll. Uh, he passed away at his home in Nashville uh, this past Wednesday, actually. 
You know what? Two I, days ago. This is a horrible joke to make, but um, I'm gonna make it anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. So when I read when I read that first, I, I thought it said that he was a part of a band called Incest and Peppermints. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. But still, at the same time, like, that's a that would be a horrible band. Be a horrible band. And I was like, you know, it's from he's from the south. That actually sounds like a he's song <laughs> title from Marilyn Manson or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Incest and peppermints <laughs> hide your children. Uh, <laughs> Almost like a Jeth the the second phase of that Jeth Roll Toll song. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> Incest what? and peppermints. <laughs> what song are you talking Not about? Not running down his nose. Oh, Aqualung. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sitting on a park yeah. bench. Incest and peppermints. Yeah. Good stuff. Maybe that was the original lyrics. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we're on to something here. Uh, kind of crazy, too. Corn lead singer Jonathan Davis's ex-wife passed away at the age of 39. Yeah, I heard about this. Isn't he touring right now, too? He is. That's and uh, she was a former girl-on-girl porn star, Devin Davis. Uh, she died at the age of 39. Uh, apparently, it was an overdose. She was found in a hotel room. I like how it says g- girl on girl only. That was the <laughs> that was her claim to fame, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Must yeah. Been, uh, but like, apparently. Like a lot like a lot of porn. I wonder if you could put that after some porn star's names where it's like the no anal porn star. <laughs> 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 like a, a little badge, you know. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh no so, penis in this episode. <laughs> I guess your children. Jonathan Sorry. filed uh, for domestic violence restraining order against her. They've been having some problems. She's been deeply involved with drugs. Um, so, yeah, she passed away. So he made a statement kind of saying, like, she had a lot of problems and uh, she was trying to deal with him. But also you could tell it really bothered him. Um, like, it, he, he basically just kind of said, I'll, I'll just read a little bit of, uh, of it here. He said, quote, over the past decade, my wife has been very sick. She has a very serious mental illness, and her addiction was a side effect. I loved her with all my being. When she was her true self, she was an amazing wife, amazing mother, and amazing friend. She had a huge heart, never hurt anyone, blah, blah, blah. So he just kind of went, you know, like uh, basically wanted to leave her in kind of a nice light, but you could tell that there was a lot of things that they were struggling mm-hmm. with as a family there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he also... I mean, to, to, to put a restraining order so she couldn't even see the dog... She must have been pretty screwed up. Yeah. Uh, he, he wants to let other people to uh, know as well that uh, just don't feel like you're, you know, if you're in a cycle of abuse, don't feel like you can kind they of get out together. of that, you know. Yeah, they had kids together. Mm-hmm. Two kids. Yep. And also another what? death. Lead singer of California metal band Huntress commits suicide. Uh, this name, uh, this lady's name was Jill Janice. Uh, she passed away Tuesday, August 14th. A long-time sufferer of mental illness. She took her own life outside of Portland, Oregon. Ugh. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh, Did we see them in Aftershock? I think they were in Aftershock one year, right? Huntress? I'm not sure so. about that. Perhaps, uh, yeah. Janice was a co-composer and creator of an upcoming rock opera with Trans-Siberian Orchestra and had a decade-long career as NYC DJ Penelope Tuesday, so... Um, if you know someone that might be at risk of suicide, guys, call 1-800-273-8255 to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, free, confidential, 24 hours a day. Um, so, yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, Jack White performing this past uh, week in San Francisco. One of the best shows 
I've seen in quite some time, I must really? say. Really? Jack well, White's you band. You go to a lot of shows, so that has a lot of oh, yeah. bearing. Yeah, I wouldn't just like throw that out there. And I think Tom Waits uh, being there is kind of a testament to the musicians and uh, what Jack White kind of brings to the table. Uh, it was it was impressive, man. Uh, and I could tell why he doesn't want to have cell phones at the show. There was that policy. Okay, I don't know if you guys have been to a show yet where you've had to put your phone in one of these yonder pouches. Have you heard about these? No. We, talk, we actually but, talked about the yonder pouch. Yeah. And we talked about it during uh, Jack White, how he was uh, proposing doing this, implementing right? that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did it. super annoying to see phones all on at yeah. shows like, Everybody's I gotta say, recording. I think this is gonna be the best way to see shows going forward. Yeah. So how does the so you were like you did the yonder pouch yep. thing? So, so how does everybody, that work exactly? everybody had to do it. You walked into the venue right when you uh, give them your stuff to basically go through the scanner. You know, like when you walk through the metal detector and they ask you for your phones and different things. Right? They ask you, is this all your phones or camera devices that you have? And you're like, yes. They give you a single pouch based on how many devices you have. If you had a camera, they give you another one. If you had a phone, they'll give you one, you know, per device. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's a slim neoprene sleeve that your phone goes in, and it has a big kind of magnetic closure on the top. So when you put your phone in there, you can carry it around in your pocket. It's just as thin and slim as your phone, but you can only unlock it in the outside lobby area. When you go inside the concert area, you can't open the neoprene case. That's pretty cool. Like you cannot open. Are can you open it? No. Or it, oh, so there's some sort of device there's to where it makes it yes. click lock. lock. Yeah, you have to go to the area where they have these little. It's like a, um, it looks like a big kind of bowl or something, and you kind of tap it on there. Yeah, and it just uh, opens the lock, and oh. you're able to use it. Oh, wow, and use your phone out in the lobby whenever you want to, but you can't use it inside the concert area. Wow. Mm. So what do you guys think of that? I think it's pretty cool. And I'll tell you about my experience, but what do you think about that kind of... Would you see a show, be mm -hmm. cool with that? Is that okay? With some futuristic... Jets I just hate that shit. I have to be forced to do that because other people don't know how to act. I don't like to be involved in that kind of shit, but I guess if that's what... Fair has, enough. If that's necessary, yeah. if you need to do that because we're all ridiculously addicted to it, and that's fine, I guess. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. I mean, I'll if, adhere to yeah. it. During Pucifer, <laughs> during Pucifer, we were asked not to use our phones, and we didn't. Except for one of us who right. decided to and then got yelled at by security. Almost got kicked out. Right. Sergio, kicked, yeah. who's not here this week <laughs> oh, to defend himself. Man. But, uh -oh. like, dude, he didn't even get it, man. He just, like, popped it. I think he was, like, standing in the aisle of yeah, the seats, was, too. Like, everybody. so stupid. And he's just holding it up there. And the person, the, the person's like, there's a strict policy tonight, sir. I'm going to have to ask you to leave if you bring your phone out again, you know? And yeah. he's like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yo, he totally forgot about it. <laughs> but they were about to throw his ass out. And some of these bands, especially Jack White, they don't play around with that kind of yeah. policy, right? Yeah. yeah. Good for them. I mean, so when you guys go to the movies, do you, do you see people with their phones out or no? No, that's also something that they – It's you know, that's a very good point because, no, you don't ever see that. Because people have respect. It's, it's common courtesy. Unspoken well, I don't know no, why we can't truth. get that going it's in the music concerts. Because so. there's people who do film bootleg oh, movies sure. by, yeah. by holding a camera and all that stuff. Yeah. But you don't ever see anybody obviously doing it because they'll get kicked out. I mean, my pet peeve is if someone's sitting in front of me and they have their phone out and their exactly. screen's bright and they're exactly. just fucking up the lighting for me. That's what I got to say was the best mm -hmm. part about this whole experience for me and why it was one of the best shows that I've seen is because... There was no phones the entire time. Like, you know, when he's coming out with a good song or a good solo or something that you would see everybody just automatically pop of the course. phones out. Yeah. yeah. 
wasn't there at all. Beautiful. Didn't happen. That's cool. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. It just made it feel more just like a normal, like we're all just it's, watching the show together, yeah. cheering it on, it's clapping. It's that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumbass it, people trying to Snapchat. Look at this. Look at yeah. this. Yeah. Like people in their own. And, like taking selfies yeah. and flashing so and zooming annoying. in, doing the stuff with their thing. And yeah, it's just ridiculous. So yeah. mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons. And also just his band is an amazing backing band. He has these uh, people. There's a, another girl that's a girl drummer. It's, it reminded me a lot of uh, Meg White, but a lot better. I think she's like kind of like had, had this Shots kind of ja- jazzy, uh, jazzy <laughs> approach. Definitely, you know. I mean, Jack White has gone on record as saying that uh, basically, you know, Meg White is kind of expendable the way that you know she kind of stuck to her simple style of playing. With right. this band, what Jack White's doing is a lot more. There's a lot more going on, and I could see how he wants like he's got almost this like soulful funk rock kind of band going on with it and it's it's pretty awesome awesome and, and one thing that i love about him he he does uh support the female artists like 100 oh, yeah. percent. definitely like he's gone on stage with a full female band they're like they're doing a cello they're on drums or keyboards like everything he's fully supportive and it was a great awesome. show yeah so uh definitely get a chance to see jack white live if you can it's definitely worth it do you have low energy fatigue a case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate... The brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus, 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. James, James is jacked out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Uh, Ghost making some headlines this week. Basically, um, they're the longest running rock chart topper of the year so far with their single "Rats," and it's only been out for a couple weeks. It's already accumulated more than 25 million streams worldwide. The video has already logged 11 million views. It's the second chart topper from them following their 2016 Grammy Award winning track, Square Hammer. And, uh, oh yeah, Cerise also. That was uh, their last big single as well. So it's the first single from their latest album. And uh, they're going to be coming on tour. We're going to have tickets on the bear. So make sure you guys listen up for those. We're going to be giving away tickets for their show in uh, San Jose in November. So, 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 uh, um, I got something. I got something to say. Yep, I got something I to say. Yeah, yeah, I got something to say. <laughs> um, I didn't kill your baby today. Oh, good. Listen, um, 
So after after you know Craig was here and he was talking about that and how he didn't like the new album and stuff. Right. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was you know I was like, man, we really talk about Ghost a whole lot, and I'd heard some of like their older stuff and stuff like that, but I, I never, never really looked looked into this. We we've Ghost comes up all the time on mm-hmm. our on our newsfeed. And um, I said, I'm going to listen to their new album. I'm just going to check it out. Yep. And I have to say, I totally agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree with them. It just it just rubbed me wrong. The, it, the, yeah. Com- especially compared to their previous yeah. uh, albums. Yeah. And- I was listening to some of their older stuff, and in comparison, I was like, it's real poppy. It's it's like real. It's got a real different vibe to it. It's, it's and I, interesting. I will say that Rats and only one other track are the two tracks that I'll listen to on that album. Uh, yeah. There's... It's not a well-rounded album, I'll say. That yeah. It's, uh, it's it's got like a couple singles, and that's it. And it yeah. seems to be a lot of that going on around lately. Yeah, and unfortunately, right? It seems like there's not a lot of choices out there for rock nowadays. And it, right? that's so why that's Ghost what, is that in the headlines all with. the time, is because they're the ones that are charting or topping mm-hmm. the charts right now with this single. Because it's one of the only rock like and them and like Greta Van Fleet. You know, they're getting a lot of heat because they sound like Zeppelin. But I oh, love that though. But still they're wait, still waiting for that. They're chart topping. They're mm-hmm. they're up there. And you thought know. we were having a movement a few years ago with they're, rock, but yeah, you had a couple guys come out, but. Not too much, man. Yeah. There's a lady band that's out right now, and uh, and I can't remember their name. Uh, I think they're called like Blood Sacrifice or something. I can't remember. My 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 older sister, Blood. my older sister uh, told me about them. They sound legit like '70s Sabbath. Oh, nice, legit. Wow. And they're and they're really really good. I mean, with the flutes in the background and everything, and like that hardcore like well, find out distortion. What, yeah, find out what name they are and or yep. what band they are, and we'll talk about them next week for yeah, sure. Definitely. Absolutely. You hear that, Melissa? You're listening to the shit right now. I <laughs> so know you are. In. Let them so know. The let them know. Help Text us him. out, Melissa. Yeah. All right. Allison Chains, they did something kind of cool. They performed atop the S- Seattle Space Needle. Uh, Cantrell in the house. Yep. Uh, apparently, it's like 500 feet in the air, and it has a revolving glass floor. Uh, part of S- Seattle Space Needle's recent $100 million renovation. Uh, so it's got like $360. $100 million? Did I say that? Yes. That's yeah, it. that's fine. One hundred million dollar <laughs> renovation. Like Doctor Evil, fine. I like that. <laughs> million. <laughs> All right, we'll so have to replay how that. How many people? In no, there. that was great. So people, people are in there. Yeah. Uh, how many, does it say how many it holds? I don't know. It says it? it's powered by twelve motors, three hundred sixty de- view, uh, degree views of the city. No, it doesn't say anything about that too much. Mm. Uh, but I guess it's pretty big, so I don't know. They also revealed that the band's going to be playing a secret show. Actually, by the time you're hearing this, it's tonight. Ten signed copies of the group's new disc, Rainier Fog, are hidden around the city, and they've been Instagramming clues and stuff. So the band uh, gives them, there's like a pair of tickets and a copy of the CD. I think that's kind of cool when bands do stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Makes the fans get involved and get out there and get some free tickets. Kind of cool. Uh, speaking of Seattle, there's a legendary venue there called the Showbox, where artists like Prince, Eminem, the Ramones, the Police, countless Seattle acts like Soundgarden, Nirvana, every everybody else played there back in the day. Um, and basically, there was a letter posted by the Seattle Times on Friday that included comments from a lot of bands like Pearl Jam, Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses, Death Cab for Cuties, Ben Gibbard, and others. They basically created a coalition to the show bo- to save the showbox, not because we have great memories of playing and seeing shows there, because we want it to be available for future generations of performers and music fans to create their own. Uh, basically, they're saying it's important <coughs> to CBGB, Fillmore East and West, the Troubadour, 
uh, basically they're comparing it to that kind of a landmark, you know. And not to be a communist, but if you got a hundred million for the Space Needle, let me just kick down a few G's for <laughs> yeah, the, no, uh, that's a great other venue. Great point, right? Sorry to be a communist. Do you all, think? It seems like you know, it'd be I mean, a doable though, situation. Apparently, they were trying to uh, replace it with a forty-four st- story luxury residential tower. Trash. So, I mean. There's going to be only billionaires. I mean, that's kind of you know what they say about gentrification and things (laughs) like that, where they're kind of getting these down and out little like you know punk rock clubs, awesome little clubs, and trying to renovate them now with the modern times. Seems to be happening a lot, and it's cool that they kind of stuck. I I think stood their ground and kind of defended that, you know, and uh, kept kept it alive, so to speak. Yeah, fight for it. My probably a, a. I don't know a, f- a fleeting cause, but you know, worth worth something worth fighting for, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, got to give it a shot, right? Uh, all right. So, okay, here's an interesting story about um, ex Slipknot drummer. I had no idea this guy had any health issues, but yeah. So, okay, so he's saying now in this new interv- interview that he's back and stronger than ever. Uh, he was diagnosed with transverse myelitis. Sounds like a name of one of their songs. <laughs> it does sound like a Slipknot Transverse song, right? my life <laughs> It's an inflammatory disorder that also robbed him one of, their songs. of the ability to play drums. Uh, basically, you know, so he said that no one visited him uh, in the hospital. He was basically kicked out of the band. The band fired him because they thought he was fucked up on drugs. Here's the thing. I did some research on transverse myelitis, and uh, it's an inflammatory disorder that's also linked to heroin abuse. Which he has been accused of. So I think until we got more info on this, it's still kind of unclear whether or not this illness was a direct result of drug abuse or just bad luck. That was the thing. Everybody was accusing him of being a heroin addict. Then all of a sudden he gets this disease that heroin addicts get that basically makes your legs uh, stop working. And he's a drummer, and he was a badass double bass drummer. And so so, So this disease that he got... Um, basically robbed him of the ability to play drums. So whether it's linked to heroin use or not, I don't know if he's being totally honest about it or not. Um, Sounds like a wait, was he on the heroin? He was. Sounds he like was on the heroin. So he's probably I did not know that. You know, he probably flaked on some Charles, shows did you know? or did something to. to I did not know, you know he was on the heroin. Reason to get kicked out of the band, right? I'm assuming. Um, so. See, the rumors about his drug abuse surfaced after he was let go. Corey Taylor told us at the time, quote, this is lead singer of Slipknot, he said when he was interviewed, he said, quote, I mean, the only way I can say it is that his life and our lives were going two separate areas, and it was hard, you know? We were trying to put something together, and it just seemed like he was going down a path that wasn't the way we were going, and unfortunately, we had to do what was best for the band. That sounds like someone who's on drugs, that the man's, like, trying to say, hey, you know, yeah, you're doing some shit we don't want to do. Or just got all weird and shit. Mm-hmm. Watching dead babies crawl on the ceiling and whatnot. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jordison was replaced by Jay Weinberg, son of East Street drummer Max Weinberg, and he's their drummer now. So, oh. also of the oh, what's that? Karen O's band, uh, not the White Stripes, but Karen O Bikini yeah. Kill. Bikini no, Kill? No, no, you're. Um, oh man, Karen O doesn't she make like ground turkey dishes and whatnot? <laughs> and uh, and turkey bacon. Yeah, we'll never She's mind, with, I guess. Um, I can't believe what band. But oh, Mike's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. 
Well, the lead singer yeah. of Bikini Kill's name is also Karen, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Well, all I knew was Weinberg's son was in the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. I didn't know that he was doing the metal stuff, too. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What a talented family. Shout out to the E Street Band, by the way. I know, right? For producing children <laughs> with with a good <laughs> drumming abilities. Quality talent? Mm-hmm. Just genetic quality talent. There's a lot of sons of drummers that have become drummers. It's kind of crazy, I mean. Yeah. That's awesome, though. They're born with you it. Know? They're born with just yeah. thick forearms. Or it's Maybelline. Yeah, they, and their dads are they, like, get on the drums, kid. Yeah, they slip out into this cruel, cruel, cold world with <laughs> forearms thick with the need to play metal. <laughs> All right, speaking of playing metal, Mastodon's going to be coming out with a new album, apparently. Uh, where, where is this uh, info Mastodon. here? So their last album, Emperor of Sand, came out uh, last year, and apparently they're already working on new one. According to drummer Brand Daler, he was asked and he said, quote, we're always a work in progress trying to figure out what we're going to do next. Going to let the ideas come and settle them for side or for future work. Huh. Once, once we decompress from the tour cycle sometime early next year, we'll start dumping out the riffs and seeing what's new and seeing what's fresh. What we're digging on, then we'll just start working. Cool. Uh, so, pretty cool. They're a pretty hard-working band. They're they, good. They yeah. tour a lot. They sure do. Uh, okay, check this out. Uh, a bunch of hundreds, hundreds of guitarists. Okay, so it was apparently like 457 guitar players here playing ACDC's Highway to Hell. And they set a new Guinness Book World Record for the most guitars <laughs> playing a song at one time. So, where's the uh, Dolly? Could you hand me the remote? And each one of them is just in their own personal glory in their parents' bass room or bass bass room. The worst basement. part of this is the <laughs> vocals. There's some guy who's trying to do the vocals, oh, and it's just. It's fucking horrible. I already hate those vocals to begin with. Watch. Sorry, rock audience. Like, check this out though. Oh man. Oh, and there. Look at him. Are you, you can kidding see him. me? You could see him. Shout out to everybody that's not tuned. <laughs> no, there's like five guitars that aren't tuned. Yeah. I thought we were in drop D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they said again. Yeah, go, goggles, nails. <laughs> Sounds like there wasn't any tryouts for this. It's open. open. No, yeah, everybody's just game with their fucking guitars. Yeah. Oh shit. I bet, I bet Beginners you, welcome. I bet you anything. If you if you focused in right there on that video, you'd see like a 1967 Garfunkel type <laughs> guy with like a <laughs> nylon string guitar. <laughs> yeah. Just loving it uh, with a flower in his mouth. Wow, Good stuff. No more stop signs. So, 457 guys <laughs> playing guitar set the new world record. Radiohead's got some tour dates coming up. Uh, West Coast tour dates gonna be at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in December, December 15th. Uh, he's gonna be touring with uh, Niall, Nigel Godrich, audio visual artist Tariq Bari, and I don't know, I don't know who that is, but. Hmm, awesome. A cello player, Oliver Coates, will serve as the opening act. I love Radiohead. Yeah. So, Big um, fan. Uh, Tom York. Check him out. Tom York. He's uh, a genius. He's an ugly man, but he is a genius. <laughs> he, he is. Uh, He's quite scary. Uh, all right. So speaking of scary things, Halloween Horror Nights. Have you heard of this fucking thing they're doing at Universal <laughs> Studios? <laughs> 
It sounds like a shit show, it's, to be honest. It's always a shit show there. I hate going there. Every girlfriend I've ever had wants to go there. I fucking hate it. Really? Yeah. I've never been there. I've the only thing that there. sounds cool is that the... Uh, so, for the first time, they're doing this thing where it's going to be a maze that's uh, based around the 1920s and 30s type of horror monsters. Like the Wolfman, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera, Frankenstein's monster... And apparently Slash is going to be making the music. Uh, like when you're running around uh, the maze, you're going to hear little Slash. slash oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be very, you know, he's going to play those sort of tunes, and it's, it's not going to be scary at all. <laughs> Rob Zombie uh, would be better. I, yeah, right? Yeah. Or Manson time, or something, like some some kind of generally creepier artist. Like I don't think Slash is yeah, that's right bullshit. for that. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crows' eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crows' milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. <laughs> Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So I wanted to show this to Dahlia and, th- and uh, get her reaction to this photo. Do you, can you guys re- recognize those two dudes there? That is, wait, am I allowed to say? Yeah. That is Yoko Ono's son, who she had with the one and only John Lennon. He looked just like him. I uh, yeah. forget that dude's name, though. Something Ono Lennon. <clears throat> and is then that Paul McCartney's that's son? That's definitely Paul McCartney's yeah. no-jaw-having son, yeah. just like Paul McCartney. Yeah. So this is the first time that Looks they've like apparently thumb. kind of connected. And then, yeah. okay, check out this other and photo that's, here. Wait, I forget, RIP to his Dollar, dad, George too. Harrison. Check out this George photo Harrison, here. Yeah. That's what is his crazy. name? Sean Lennon? Here, have a seat. Sean Lennon? Who's that? Sean Ono Lennon, by the way. It's Ono Lennon. He, he looks just so like So what, what are you seeing on the photo? Describe it for the listeners. Please there, don't. Dahlia. Uh, it looks like Forget John Lennon with short hair. It's Sean Lennon, not John Lennon. I said Lennon. it looks like John Lennon with short hair. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. Okay. Jean. And then <laughs> what about this one? John. It's like John Lennon had Jean. a baby with Yoko Ono. Check that one out. George. He looks just like his dad. The uh, who's Harrison's? the guy on the right? Her- oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it looks like George Harrison. Is that he looks son? just like his dad, man. That's Are crazy. these the new Beatles? Does he play an instrument as well? well no, actually. Does George Harrison's son play bass? And no, that's not how this is going to play. Sean out. Lennon, like so. Do sh- yeah, it's obviously Sean Lennon's a talented musician, but Sean oh, yeah. Sean Ono Lennon, as well as uh, Paul McCartney's son James oh, McCartney, no. hmm. and George Harrison's son Danny Harrison. Nice. So he's there's a photo we're all looking at of uh, him and Danny Harrison on a boat. And then Sean Lennon and uh, James McCartney in like a field, and James McCartney actually has a guitar that you can't see in that photo right mm, there. They're like all the, bigger than Jesus. Kind of doing some stuff. So okay, now I gotta say, imagine if these three dudes 
got together with another apparently uh ringo's got a, a son out there that that plays drums yeah Imagine you talking about getting with the. Uh, well, imagine if they did that and did some kind of dope. newer generation Beatles type of group. It might not be though. Not I don't think th- they might not be as creative as their fathers. No, no, no. I'm not holding them to that standard. Yeah. I'm just saying, what if they all got together to make music? That would be. It great. doesn't yeah. have to play Beatles stuff. They could do whatever they as want. As long as it's not held to that their father's yeah, standard, it would probably that, be a great. huge disappointment. <laughs> 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 what do you think, Dahlia? Everyone's um, like, yeah. well, Sean Ono <laughs> oh. Lennon, he did this really awesome thing with Primus. Yeah, well, Les Claypool, it's called the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Yeah, so that was cool. Like, he took that. Um, Apparently, and Danny Harrison. Yeah, doesn't say they talk about the, uh, the his who's? first ever solo effort uh, wow. re- was released last year for oh, Danny Harrison. Danny yeah. Harrison has an album. Yeah, oh. apparently yeah. it's called In Parallel, and it was released last year. Oh, I'm gonna nice. have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, I love Sons. Is there? How old um, are they? Say it again. How old are they? Oh, yeah. um, it looks like I would it doesn't say, say their, their age. Thirties. But doesn't yeah. talk about the They look like yeah. So check it out. Here's the deal. The question that, would that this, be tight, this article asks is, will Sean, James, and Danny get together with the Who drummer, Zach Starkey, which is Ringo Starr's son? He's currently playing for the Who right wow. now. Wow. And form a band. I mean, you know? Wow. Like we were saying, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot to live up to. But they're all there. Every all Every member's son is a musician, and they're all there. That'd and be I pretty dope. I don't know. I think that would be pretty awesome, right? Yeah, I think they would just like, blow up. I think they just all get together and play one chord and just that would blow be fucking up. rad, dude. Blow up in a nut, just stars and <laughs> glitter and just rise into. I mean, if they just atmosphere. like did their own thing, made their own music, <laughs> and then maybe drum. like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, so look at this old picture of Phil Collins and Genesis. The latest rumor is that uh, Genesis. Speaking of sons, uh, here's the deal. Phil Collins can't play drums anymore. So mm. he's got this back issue and stuff that he's not able to even, like, barely stand on stage as he uh, performs. So his son, what's his name? Um, where's his son? Nicholas. He is going to play drums possibly for Genesis. And oh, okay. they would have Phil Collins kind of just do the vocals and be up front as a, as a lead singer. Mm-hmm. His son, Nicholas, would play the drums. And then the rest of the Genesis guys would play there. That'd be uh, cool. On stage. So. It would also be cool if Phil Collins just sat in a, in a wooden chair next to his son as he played <laughs> and just berated him for not being good enough. So, that's all that awesome. Phil Collins did. Just little quips like in the middle of songs. <laughs> You think that's good enough? <laughs> you're not Genesis. Yeah. You're not Genesis. You think You'll you're trying never to better be me? <laughs> you're going to beat me over my dead body. <laughs> no, that's horrible. But uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Just filling it in the air. Speaking I never of, loved you. We thought well, you were adopted. <laughs> you were a test tube baby. You were a test tube baby. <laughs> when you're drowning, I won't lend a hand. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, Look speaking at those of, weirdos. Speaking of old, dead, dying people uh, on tour, Aerosmith <laughs> announcing their 18 date, 2019, 18 date, 2019 Las Vegas res- oh, residency. Uh, so they they were on the NBC's Today Show, which is like just so lame. I'm waiting for these dudes to just come out as straight up skeletons. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. It's all a, it's all been a ruse. Oh, They're fucking goodness. zombies being big like time. electrically stimulated to fucking play like the, the Chuck E. Cheese robots up there. <laughs> yeah. 
They're like FDR. They got people holding them up in this picture right now. Like stilts and shit. Oh my god, but you guys are gonna... They they try to be all sexy. You're 85 years old. Yeah, they're they're definitely trying to be modern. Have you seen this uh, video here of... Look at okay, so there's a video. Oh well, before we get to that, <laughs> okay. As I know Charles is gonna love that. Oh yeah, I already loved it. I already, I already saw it. It's, it's amazing. Uh shit, did I not have the link here? I was, I was trying to link up. Oh, I think it's later in the uh, thing for the VMAs. But Aerosmith performed with Post Malone at the VMAs, <laughs> and it was a fucking shit show. Oh movie. my god. Oh my god. I saw. <laughs> I just saw a picture of him briefly. He was like holding a guitar. And I'm like, damn, he was playing guitar with Aerosmith. That's, like, tight for him. Yeah. But I don't know how it, I didn't hear it or see it. I don't know how it went over. We'll, we'll get to that in oh, just man. a bit. But before that, we oh, got to. Have uh, you heard Steven Tyler do the national anthem? Oh, yeah. No, it's no, such that's, a, it's yeah, such a that's fail. Horrible. Yeah, that it's was such, horrible. Uh, that's so up there bad. with Roseanne's national anthem. It's really bad. It's pretty fucking subject. bad. Uh, <laughs> Steven Tyler also demanding Donald Trump yeah, stop playing yeah, Aerosmith yeah. songs. Apparently, on his rally in uh, West Virginia on Tuesday, they played "Living on the Edge," and he was sent a cease and desist letter from Aerosmith's uh, lawyers about that. He's already been sent a cease and desist from Aerosmith. He's, yeah. only, he's doing it on purpose. He used now. it uh, "Dream On" at, at a Las Vegas rally back in 2015 and received the same cease and desist. So, uh, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, all right, so check out Billy Corgan, <laughs> Lizard People. What in Lizard People? The those, world. Those cats are so yeah. cute. Look at his cat. I finally made it. I'm finally on the cover of <laughs> Paws Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Paws Chicago. Never Damn. Mind. Wait, this magazine covers summer and fall. It's like I two know. seasons. It's, it's like, like a summer quarter, fall it's like a quarterly <laughs> magazine. <laughs> it comes out twice a year, and Billy Corgan is always on it, I like cannot. Oprah. I can't wait for the spring winter edition. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. here's Billy Corgan too. He, uh, him, uh, James Eha, Jimmy Chamberlain, and bassist Jack Bates took the mound this last week as they threw out the first pitch during Sunday Chicago's uh, Cubs home game at Wrigley Field. Look at Billy Corgan looking like he's getting sunlight for the first time. Yeah, I know, right? I know. James Eha looks like he has no fucking clue what's going on. Right oh, man. He doesn't even yeah, know where like, he is. Oh, that's a baseball? What is that? I am proud of J- uh, Jimmy Chamberlain, though, because he had yeah, he's like, the one throwing the pitch. a huge battle with drug addi- addiction <laughs> for like, the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And look he, at him. He looks legit. He looks yeah, good. He's healthy. He looks healthy. He's throwing out the first pitch, and then uh, look at Billy Corgan zero, of course. Number zero. I think like Billy Corgan probably bathes in Vaseline and does all kinds of weird shit. Why do two of these members have the same number? I think it's because it's 2018 and they don't even. They're not even baseball fans and they don't even care. Can can Uh, you go back up? Can you go back up? Corgan Corgan? and Chamberlain tried to do that. Can you scroll back up, Chris? Yeah, because I I want to make a comparison here. And no, keep going. No, right there's fine. So remember the um. You remember the episode um, of It's Always Sunny where Danny DeVito shaves off all of his hair and coats himself in alcohol? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because he thinks everybody's covered in germs. <laughs> Great episode. That's what Billy Corgan looks like Oh, now. my God. And Billy. I bet he does that. Oh, all right. Man. So let's... Uh, okay. Also, check this out. They, they, he was feuding online with Smash Mouth. Uh, apparently, Jesus. okay. Okay, you Is hit that rock even bottom. Relevant? <laughs> you hit rock Who bottom. Cares? <laughs> no, check this out. This is hilarious. <laughs> Billy Corgan claimed uh, on over the Shrek movie. Yeah, <laughs> fuck B- out of here. Billy bro. Corgan I claimed know. on Instagram that the Pumpkins were initially offered the song <laughs> in the first oh, yeah, Shrek yeah. movie. 
which eventually went to Smash Mouth's All Star, right? Even- so eventually, eventually went. Wait, you to mean Smash Mouth didn't originally All-Star. write this by themselves? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. No, Smash Mouth wrote it. Uh, they just got the song. Apparently, oh, uh, they got the spot to write the song for it. A fan was okay. asked about yeah. Corgan's claim. However, Smash Mouth responded on Twitter saying, "Quote: Actually, we said no, and Michael Austin from DreamWorks kept calling. That went on for over a month." We assume multiple bands were asked if it feeds Billy's ego to think that they were first. Let him think that. End quote. Uh, lizard people. <laughs> Who cares? Loser. Lizard people care. All right. Yeah, so right. Smash Mouth's uh-huh. garbage, but that was a perfect Shrek song. I know, yeah. right? I don't think yeah. Billy Corgan could have done any. That's like, what, what would have that been? The cheesy or a cartoon. Type it would have been movie. all melancholy and the infinite sadness at yeah. the end of the movie. No, it wouldn't have worked. There's this thing on YouTube, and it's and it's just the lead singer of Smash Mouth. I think his name is like I don't know, like uh, Hobo, Guy Fieri. Hobo Jenkins or Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, Hobo but Jenkins. he he, you know the part where he goes, "Somebody once told me," <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they and Ugh. then they take that and they do it again, but it's like 15 people. It's 15 of him all singing at once, and then it's 30 of him, and then it's like 100 of him, <laughs> and then 250 of him, and then a million of him, and then it's all just they all just say that at once, and it sounds like it's like somebody once. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's like super addicting. That's even better than the original version. <laughs> oh, yes. It like. It's horrifying. <laughs> uh, speaking of horrifying, the MTV Mu- Video Music Awards hit rock bottom for oh, the geez. second year in a row. I haven't watched it yet. I do want to see it. Uh, okay, so the only thing that I heard was, Don't well, what the prep site is telling me is that J-Lo delivered a widely praised performance mm. while, oh, Madonna. while Madonna delivered a horrific self-referential monologue about Aretha Franklin, <laughs> which sounds super cringeworthy. Oh, God. Uh, the viewership fell 8% after last year's all-time low. Last year was the worst they ever had, and it fell 8% from that. Uh, they're calling them moon person trophies instead of moon man trophies oh, because to be uh, gender neutral about Respect. it, which is... Uh, you know, people always got her sign of the times. Camila Cabello. So she won uh, Camila Cabello, not one, but two trophies for artist and video of the year. Uh, Post Malone's rock star taking the song a year. Cardi B, Nab- uh, best new artist. Atlanta star and creator D- Donald Glover's music video for This Is America got best video. So here's Gambino. the ending performance, though. Wait, it says best video with the message. Yeah, that was. Shouldn't he have just got oh, best video? Oh, was that the yeah. official? I think you should. Oh, I think okay. you should have got best video. No, you're right. Yeah, because Camilo Cabello got best video, I think, or something. So check out this performance here from Post Malone. Uh, you know, I've never heard one single Post Malone song. Get out of here! Really? Yeah. Well, this I think you have, and you didn't realize yeah. it was Post Malone. This um, is his song, Rockstar here. Ask your son. Sir. What is he? He's got a rodeo oh, yeah. clown Lalo's, outfit. Lalo's on? heard it. Yeah. So yeah, he's got like a. It almost oh, looks like a, uh, a, a rodeo. It looks like a rodeo. Clown I just know outfit. that he looks like a homeless he's a, person. He needs to pop out of like a wooden barrel. <laughs> and now he, he's like Justin Bieber's like best friend, and he's like a homeless person, right? Well, do you like heard right, so that there, there was like this thing on YouTube where the, uh, they like dr- they bring up his sound, and it's he sounds like Justin Savage. Bieber. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to. The, uh, they're gonna get. By the to way, the, I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge fan here. of Post Malone. By the way, but I will talk shit about him all day too. Look at the crowd. Okay, so Aerosmith, all of a sudden, he just like they mesh the two songs. Oh God, they got to get the it's just facial horrible. hair. Get it rid so of the facial at, hair, you look monsters. Look at Post Malone though; he's playing the guitar too. He's over there jamming around. That's tight. Yeah, pretty Before dope. Just, he can actually play guitar though, so I mean, no, that, I've seen tons of YouTube. That was actually kind of cool to find out. Yeah, sure. I didn't know that he actually played. No, he's like a uh, if 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 he if this was a hundred years ago, he would have been like 
a Merle Haggard, not Merle Haggard, but a Hank Williams Sr. type of guy. Yeah, like a yodeler. And that wasn't even 100 years ago. Was that 50s? Was that 50s? Yeah, that's 60s? About 50 years ago. I thought ago. it was like the 30s, 40s half, or something. Half a century what is ago. up with it? What's going on here? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is too much for you? It's just those, the two of them, you know? I love like the two drummers. Geriatric patients like about to fall into each other's faces. <laughs> oh, you're talking? Yeah, Steven Tyler looks. Oh, yeah. in, I don't we, know. They're Panda gearing up. So here's the thing: Aerosmith is going to be on tour for the next two years straight. Oh yeah, are they going to survive that? Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We're going to see them. Don't we're, make them look any more masculine. Thirty years from now, we're all going to be hella old talking about Aerosmith. We're going to be like, when are they going to stop? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what a fucking dream for. Post Malone, he's sitting there it is playing guitar cool. and singing with Joel Perry. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking dope as shit. It is pretty cool. And that suit is, I mean, shout out to that happy face suit. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. That was the last performance Respect. there uh, from, from them at the closing out the VMAs. Huh. Okay. Uh, all right, so check this out. I thought this was kind of sad, but interesting that she's in the news. Paris Jackson had this ball, golf ball-sized abscess removed. Apparently, twenty years old. Uh, uh, you know, obviously Michael Jackson's daughter. Too much McDonald's said, "Quote: hmm. So long story short, I had surgery, um, almost the size of golf ball, needed to get removed well, because vegan. if it pops, mm-hmm. you can go septic and die." Uh, so she's in a band. Gotta check get, out her. Get that meat. Check out her <laughs> band here. They're called the Soundflowers. Oh my god! Uh, the it was Soundflowers. The Soundflowers. I'm I'm wondering why Janet Jackson or uh, uh, Michael Jackson's daughter isn't doing something a little more. Um, I don't know. Well known, soulful. Yeah, <laughs> just better quality than. I wonder this, how attached she is to the like Jackson group. family. Like, does J- her do her and Janet like go into the studio and just like vibe out every once in a while? Like, I doubt what, it. What's that like, Auntie Janet? Don't. Can we just have a session real quick? So probably check it out. Here's oh, she's with Maxine Waters. Who's that? Like, what was she with? That's Michael Jackson's. Oh, um, <laughs> Maxine Waters. My bad. That's my, that's, <laughs> that's her Michael grandma. Jackson's mom. Michael Jackson's that's mom. That's Michael yeah. Jackson's mom. My bad. Sorry, Maxine and Michael Jackson's mom. Yeah. So yeah, there's Paris right there. It's that's cool. She's with her grandma next to her. Oh, she's with the. Uh, it's the whole Jackson crew. Yeah, but that guy in the back there—that's like uh, one of Jay Z's guys, The Rock or whatever his name is. He's like a music business mogul Smell guy. The Rock's cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Paris That's Jackson cool. uh, performing and stuff, um, being active and interesting like surgery. Oh, it went well. All right, so check it out. On this day in rock and roll history trivia, guys, bum, bum, bum. brought to you by Krill Reserve. <laughs> That's right, Krill Reserve. Reserve. You know, Krill Reserve deserves a mention. Charles, I'm glad it you does. brought that up. It does. You know, I just want to share like a personal story about Krill Reserve. Okay, go for and, it. And you know, one time back in I, I, I don't know maybe seventy odd twelve. I was coming home from work, and it was a rough day. And you know, my my wife had left me that that year, and right. and, and my previous wife before that also left me that year. And um, it had happens. four four ill begotten children, and they they just didn't do a whole lot for me. And I was working down at the at the coal the coal mine slash Kmart, and it was a real <laughs> tough day. And I was dirty. I came home. It was real rough, and I knew I wasn't getting the the sort of uh, minerals that I needed to get on a daily basis, right. especially like the omega threes, fourteen, sixteens, and eighteens. And um, I walked into my house and just drudged my way along. Stopped in the refrigerator, opened it up, and then just noticed I had one bottle of Creole Reserve left. And I drank. That's it. all it took. I bet. That's all it took. The natural oils inside of Creole Reserve just they just went down 
my throat into my soul, and they made me an oily <laughs> mess, and it was just wonderful, me, and I bathed in it. Let me ask you a question, Aaron, real quick. What's the largest uh, creature in the ocean? That would be a blue whale. Blue whale. What does that creature eat? As far as I know, krill. That's right. Mm-hmm. The largest creature in the ocean eats mm-hmm. krill. Krill, yeah. So you got to ask yourself if you want to be the largest creature in your ocean. How did they get that mm-hmm. big? Krill. What do you got to eat? Krill. Yeah. Krill you know, reserve. Here's yeah. the thing. You know what? Uh, the way whales eat you know, is through their baleen, right, Dahlia? You know about that? Um, no, I, I'm still trying to figure out 70 well, baleen, out baleen is kind of like an air filter. You know, you could look at it like kind of like an air filter, and they catch... There's a whale called a baleen whale, too. Yeah, and it catches all the little mm-hmm. nutrients in the baleen kind of filter, right? Mm-hmm. Well, krill reserve is filtered with actual baleen. Isn't yeah. the triple baleen filtered? Triple, triple baleen, baleen filtered. Actually, yeah. yes. Yeah. If you want to get technical, yeah. it is triple baleen filtered. For a smooth, thick taste. It's supposed to be way better than triple distilled. But... I mean, you know, you just you got to try it for yourself. Well, you know, you know, back back because baleen yeah. filtered, it picks up protein along the way. That's right, a bunch of extra nutrients that you know, it's like it's those filtering those the bad juicers stuff while adding yeah. protein. Some of those juicers get away all the bad nutrients and stuff. Not with Crew Reserve, we keep it all there. It's yeah. all fortifying into every every, every lager for a swarthy for a swarthy krilly taste. Um, I in, in, the, in the late <laughs> you'll feel like a surly pirate in the late on 80s, the Black Sea. In the know? late '80s, they had one Yarr. simple slogan, and it was just "quench it." And and I uh, and I think I don't remember that one, things. but I, I think it's still effective. It's I agree. still effective. It works today. Yeah, you know. so, so thanks, Krill Oil, for Thank you. the sponsor and Krill Reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So on this day in rock and roll history, trivia. Krill Reserve, yeah, Krill Reserve. Friday, August twenty fourth. On this day in nineteen ninety five, we were blessed. With Microsoft Windows ninety five, folks. Yeah, yeah. You remember Windows ninety five? I still think. I do. It's yeah, I remember that. Probably one of the greatest operating was systems that a blessing? of all time. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. Dude, or the demise of society. Listen to this glorious, glorious theme music here from Windows ninety five. You remember when you turned on your computer? Um, it's all it's airy. Like, yeah, ding, 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 ding. No. Do it again, Dahlia. What was it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> think of the AOL signing on noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right, one more time. Beautiful rendition. That sounded like Stephen. That sounded like uh, Steve Perry. Okay. All right. So there that we go. Serene. That sounded like Steve Jobs lost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So the question is: Microsoft launched the Windows 95 operating system on this day. The startup music is composed by what artist? Is it A, David Bowie, B, Moby, or C, Brian Eno? A, David Bowie. Okay. LJ says De- David Bowie. <laughs> no fucking way. David Bowie did that shit. <laughs> David Bowie. I will point out that David Bowie was involved in a lot of stuff. He even had a video game in 1997 that not a lot of people know about that he was actually had his likeness, did the soundtrack for. He did like a lot of technology. So. Moby. David Bowie would be like, David you, Bowie. You have now logged on to <laughs> the internet <laughs> where you read dri- the was windows that, Moby of was that bald guy. <laughs> Speaking of Moby, though, shout out Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Moby he, was Dick. Def- he was definitely on that krill. Shout out to Whales. You know That's right, dude. They, they said the first, the, the first case of krill reserve was actually found on the... On the, the um, 
And what's his face? Mo- Moby Dick's wrecked. boat? No, well, Moby Dick was the... Well, yeah, Moby, <laughs> The one that yeah. Moby Dick he wrecked, right? the recipe. Yeah, it was um, the name of the guy, the actual guy who, Ahab. who hunted Ahab. Yeah, Captain Ahab. Captain Ahab's boat. Phil uh, Reserve. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, washed up on shore, and um, and that was the first, you know, first that's recipe. Fun fact. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. If you have too much Crow Reserve, you can always All go right. to Ahab's Rehab. I don't know who oh, Brian yeah. Eno is. <laughs> I'm going with Brian Eno. I don't know. Who is that? Uh, uh, he collaborated with the Talking Heads. He was kind of a music there you producer. Go. Thank you, Chris. Uh, there. Electronic musician. I remember yeah. Moby being kind of techno. I'm going. I'll go yeah. With, uh, I don't Moby, think it's David Bowie, so I'm gonna go see. LJ says Brian David Eno. Bowie. What do you say, Charles? Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with Brian Eno, and for only for one reason, and that's because it's spelled backwards. It's one nearb, <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's yes. somewhat like the like the gigawatt. Or you know, in the flux one of nerb. Earth, if you will. One nerb. One nerb. All right, so let's see who's correct. It's C. Brian Eno. Oh, Brian Eno. Yeah. A pioneer in ambient music who actually released an album designed to soothe travelers at the airports. Uh, he did all kinds of crazy shit. Ambient. So one. he he apparently made eighty four pieces of music for wow. Windows ninety five. Jeez, are you serious? But here's the ironic part. He used a Macintosh to do it instead oh, of a PC. Oh, right, right. Uh, nice. Or some like some freeware. Some, yeah. Hmm. Pretty funny. Nice. Uh, okay, did you see this shit? I, I'd normally... Dude, I, I don't know what it is about baseball and the way these fucking pitchers do this kind of shit to players, but it's like disgraceful, man. I don't know. Okay, so here's a little backstory on this. I'm not a huge sports fan, but I did follow this enough to understand that this... Um, Atlanta Braves rookie outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. He's uh, he was basically hitting home run after home run. He's good at baseball. He's very mm-hmm. fucking good, and he was hitting off home run after home run first at bats, like in a, in a bunch in a row, right? A couple games in a row, right? Hit a leadoff home run. Yeah, and they had the series where they're playing these teams back and forth, you know, and so you could tell the other team is getting probably fucking pissed off. So the very first pitch to this guy. On the the one of the last games that they're playing uh, together, you could tell the pitcher just basically like kind of singled him out, targeted him, and threw this pitch at him, and it hits him right square in the fucking um, elbow. Elbow. I mean, Ye- right, that, which is like the worst part yes. no, of the know. body you could get hit it's if like you're where swinging your funny a bat. Bone is yeah. too. And I don't know. You guys watch this video here, and it's on the Major League Baseball's Twitter uh, uh, account. While we talk, can I say something? Yes, go ahead. First of all, baseball is on some bullshit. They are invo- in, ingrained in this, entrenched in this uh, way of playing from the 1900s, 1800s, and it's it's lost a lot of uh, viewers based on the fact that they have these unwritten rules about respect. And yeah, Acuna is a modern kid he's this is his first year and he's good at baseball and these guys want to take him for granted for the fact that they think it's uh tradition like well if he's we need to show him that he's a rookie and he needs to not show us up i think that's ridiculous you don't have that in the nfl you don't have that in nba if you're good you're good and that's just the way it is no one's going after you no one's throwing a hundred mile hour fastball at you Maybe you have to pick up your veterans' uh, I didn't, laundry I didn't or something, see but it. it's just I'm ridiculous. Trying that to get it back to the beginning here. Baseball does this to their the stars; it doesn't make any sense at all. Clear. Watch the pitch. See that pitch? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, that, that was, was the first pitch they threw to that guy. That was intentional. 
It was intentional. It was intentional. He's been trained to know how to pitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. They know what they're doing. That's, and here's that's the, Okay, BS. now watch. Now let's watch the benches clear because they clear not once but twice. And the manager gets thrown out from the Braves. The manager is fucking pissed. You could tell he Why knows that's he bullshit. That? Well, because the manager is basically like he's guarding his players and he's telling the refs this is fucking bullshit. And the ref tells the manager That was dirty. You gotta you gotta calm down and the manager's like, fuck that. This is bullshit. There's the manager right there. Look at him yelling at the refs. Oh yeah, sticking up for your guy. That's so, hell yeah. Way to go, so he's man. The one that got tossed. Yeah, the manager got tossed. He probably got a big fine too, Shit, but I, whatever. I would have figured Miami's manager should have got tossed no, for allowing was, that to happen, right? Yeah, that was BS. That was pitcher got, Well, yeah. it's the pitcher and the catcher together collaborating because yeah. the catcher calls it. Oh, right on that. the elbow. Oh my god. Wait, wait, figured. one more time and uh, slow it down. Did he throw his body like into it? No, he didn't. Let me see it one more time. He's trying to move out of the way. No one would intentionally. I just want to see it one more time. Dolly, this is slowed down, super slow. This shit's oh, okay. coming at you fast as fuck. Yeah, you know, this, the, is this is a hundred. This is faster than most cars mm. go. It's like when the dentist is grinding my teeth. I just push Here, my teeth up against attention. it. I'm watching. I'm watching. No, he doesn't intentionally do that. He's trying to avoid oh. it. He's trying to get the fuck out of the way. I mean, it's almost behind his that back. Hurts to yeah, watch. it was like that's why I was like trying to wanting to watch it. It was like. Yeah, the catcher was, a, was way over here. Right? It was yeah, yeah, way far from the definitely plate. intentional. If right? he would have moved forward a, a little bit, it would have went by, completely behind him. I was complete and total shite. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I thought that was ridiculous, and um, you know, that's the kind of ha- shit like what you're saying, LJ. It's almost like this good old boys kind of club. Like, yeah, we gotta hit this new, uh, hit this new hitter and <laughs> let him know he's not hot shit or something like who's that. Right? Who do you think he is? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Who's this guy think he is? Just getting a home the, run play on the our damn game? It's yeah. The same just strike fucking, him out next time. Oh, yeah. If you're be bad. a better pitcher, right? Yeah. Don't be a bitch about it and throw yeah. a fucking ball at him like a yeah, week ago. Sucker. A week ago, yeah. I saw basically Puig. saying I'm a little bitch and I can't strike this exactly. guy out. Exactly. So yeah. yeah so him. I'm just gonna fucking Puig. hit him. One week ago, I saw Puig. He hit a foul ball and he didn't. Well, this is what he did. He had the bat in his hand and he slapped his hand against the barrel and was like, "Ah, oh, you know, I should have hit that. It shouldn't have been a foul ball." He got in a fight with the catcher because he's like, "Hey, you're showing me up as if like." Oh, you should have hit that ball. Oh, right. How is what that fuck? involved in sports? We should be on to the next pitch. Yeah. You're already like gone from first to third as far as the top three American sports. Like, Get that shit out of your game because it's not going to fly with the younger generation at all. Yeah. It's complete bullshit. I hear you. Uh, okay, so NFL moving to that. Uh, suspending Ravens' uh, Jimmy Smith for four games, only four games over domestic violence claim. Have you guys heard about this? I did not hear about this. I've been watching the uh, Urban Meyer uh, okay, debacle. So, so apparently the suspension is related to a petition accusing Smith of domestic violence that was filed by the mother of his first child with the NFL finding evidence of, uh, quote, threatening and emotionally abusive behaviors by Smith towards her. So uh, he appealed the original six-game suspension, which was reduced by two games to four. He said in a statement... Quote, I'd like to sincerely apologize to my former girlfriend, the NFL uh, Ravens, blah, 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 blah. I disappointed them all. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so he was suspended for the final four drug games last season for violating the performance-enhancing drug policy as well. So he's juiced up. He's taken out aggression on his family and he shit. He has an aggressive profession. Yeah, so uh, kind of crazy. But, you know, even if that all came out, if it all came out that all of this, you know, was going on, you know, which it looks like it, it is, 
You know, uh, there's a lot of red-blooded Americans that'd be perfectly fine with that, but he can't take a fucking knee on the field. Yeah, you know, good it, point, Charles. Good point bringing yeah, that up. Because, but they're cool with that because, you know, yeah, they're okay. Hey, you could yeah. beat the fuck out of your wife and then, you know, be Yeah, but God forbid you drugs, uh, but, try and bring attention to, yeah, uh, but, you know, African-Americans being shot in the streets yeah. with no recourse or uh, judicial punishment to yeah. these people yeah. who are killing these people. How dare you we peaceful just wanna, protest? We just want to talk about sports. We just want to talk about sports. Very true. Yeah, we just want sports on Sunday. All right, last one for sports. As the Raider fans, check this out. They're infamous, of course, for being some of the most passionate, uh, dur- down and dirty, rowdiest fans out there. Worst people. So, love. Lo- <laughs> Wait, are you a Raiders fan? Sir, no, okay. I, I'm not a football fan. Um, Sergio is a Niners He's fan. He's a Niners though. fan, yeah. so. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas law enforcement is aware of all of this. Here's the thing. Their new stadium that they're building in Las Vegas is going to have a small jail and a courthouse. Oh, I can (laughs) see that. Oh, damn. They're going to expedite processing and deal with the most unruly of fans actually out there. Okay, so apparently I've I've done some research. Oh, my God. There's another jail that, that is in the NFL, and it's for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. Well, I've heard they're pretty rowdy, too. They have a jail, but they don't have a courthouse. They just have a jail. This is going to be the first time in the NFL that there is a jail and a courthouse under the same roof inside the stadium. I mean, that's just, I don't know. That's fucking crazy, right? Yeah, that's nuts. That's, that's, and you know, you know, it, it, honestly, what's really nuts is that it's not a big surprise. Yeah, about the whole like Raiders thing, and and I know there's we got listeners that are Raider fans out there, and I'm sorry, but you know I know people. I'm not. I know people who became Raiders fans, and it really you undoubtedly because they wanted to be part of a tough crowd. And you ask them a single a name of name a single player on Raiders, and they can't do it. But they've got Raiders gear all over the place and shit all over their car. They have no idea. They've never even watched a game. In no, years. they just like the Raiders because it's cool. They're the yeah. outlaws. They're the rebels. They're yeah. the bad boys of the NFL. As that, the relative kind of, of an thing. NFL team, I went to several Raiders games to watch them play, and uh, uh, I am just I. Oakland, you guys are crazy as hell. I respect it, but it's too much. And now yeah. it's going to be in the, Vegas, though. The fact that there is a jail going in with the stadium should tell you that you're out of control. You got to you got to reel it in. You Turn it back. Reel it in. I see. A little I, bit. I think a lot of the fans are going to be forced to reel it in because you know I mean they're thinking. not they're not going to put up with it in Vegas. But it now, looks like now that the, no. now that gambling is illegal in America, this might go for people that can't cover their bets at the end of the game as well. <laughs> I can see some people like, uh, I thought we were going to win. We're just going to throw you in the Raider jail, right? yeah, until <laughs> you pay us your debts. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be interesting, man. I can't fucking wait to see that. Yeah. You need to put a like live cam in there, and uh, I'd watch that shit. The fucking Raider fucking oh, it could be a, prison cam. Should do a Judge Judy style <laughs> show for that <laughs> shit. But, a TV show. You know, you know, I'd like to give a shout out to our Judge Raider, Judy our Raider fan listeners. TV? Though I, it's that. not that I don't like Raiders. I just don't like football. So, um, sorry if it seems like a as I was an ex-college on football nah. player. Who cares? I'm sorry not to like football either. I'm not a huge football a fan either. I'm not days. afraid to say that. Here's like some footage of this last Raider game where they were in L.A. and these guys are just fucking beating up on each other. Even the own Raider fans, two Raiders fans. Yeah, him. like he knocked that L.A. Rams fan guy out there, and they're fighting in the seats. And then like the look at this lady right here to the other Raider fan. <laughs> like what the hell? These are the Raiders fans last week. 
So I mean, it's it's. I think it's a pretty justified thing what they're going to be doing in Vegas with that whole deal. It seems like a lot of that shit's just out of control. You know, who goes to a goddamn sporting event and pays hundreds of dollars for tickets, and then you're, uh, you know, getting in fights with people and. Especially when the juxtaposition is, you could be at home watching that on a fifty-inch screen with a with no smoke and a drink and some good food, beers and yeah. shit. Right? Like, yeah. Why would you next subject yourself to that? I know. Horrible seats, horrible view. Can't even Heathen. see the fucking game. What yeah, are you the doing? Suns on you. If it's a day game, if you go to Santa Clara, oh, if you're man, if you're a Niner fan, it's Who like people, man? it's death to sit in those seats. It's crazy. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, so expensive to go to them for just garbage seats. You know, you have to pay hundreds to get a good. View. Oh yeah. Like three or four hundred dollars a ticket, easily, and then and then your team loses, and then somebody throws a beer on you and says, "Get the fuck out of their bucks, stadium." Hundred bucks because you're the visiting game team. Put you, put you in the nosebleeds. Same thing with all like that the, shit's going on. That that video you just showed was up in the triple deck. It goes. I remember when the I when I was I was going to go to a Giants game in Dodger Stadium, and I didn't go, and. The next probably day, yeah that was the one where the guy got killed right yeah, he he was paralyzed yeah paralyzed Dude, I and that. I would have worn my Giants hat to that game yeah and he it was just and a just, random fan that got beat up in the parking lot yeah. after the game you know like how fucking stupid is that yeah, right yeah, the Giants and Dodgers have notorious bad ones I I went to a Giants game at AT and T Park and witnessed a fight between Dodgers the Dodgers fans were kind of being obnoxious they were. They were deep. There were about five of them walking down the hall, just talking shit to everybody. Yeah, and then they kind of they, they ran across the wrong uh, Giants fans, and they got the the Dodgers fans. They got the worst end of that one. I mean, you're in San Francisco. DoorDash. DoorDash. No, um. I heard Jack in the Box, and I'm telling you, DoorDash. I want to take this moment. Okay. I want to take this moment to give a happy birthday shout out to one of the greatest humans uh, Earth has ever known. And that would be a Kobe Bryant. It is his 40th oh, birthday today, uh, and he is my favorite athlete of all time. Nice. Happy birthday, Kobe Bryant! Happy birthday! And go and go Lakers, go Lake Show. I know you guys are so, most of you yeah, listeners well, are Dub Warriors so fans. What's your opinion kind of on that whole new Lakers lineup and the way that everything's going? The way I look at the Lakers this season is we're not gonna, we're not looking for a championship, but it's playoffs or bust, obviously, with LeBron. And that's, I mean, that should be any team's goal, obviously, but... If LeBron God, gets to the playoffs... It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, that's what Cleveland's been doing I mean, the past he's couple been, years. If, if they get to the playoffs, they're, they're, they're likely to go all the way. You yeah. Know? He's been taking straight bums to the finals for the last four years. Well, okay, minus Kyrie, I guess. But, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch to see the Lakers go from, you know, what are we... 15, 17 wins a year ago, a couple years ago to, you know, who knows what's going to happen this year. We have LeBron, so. <laughs> I know everybody listening here, you guys are Warriors fans and Raiders and Niners fans, but, uh, you know, get at me. Or don't get at me. <laughs> no worries. I'm, I'm, I'm completely impartial, so I just go along with whatever you or say. Or you, you guys, like, <laughs> are normal like rockheads that don't care about sports at all think jocks are dumb respect to you guys no i think i think uh i know a lot of um i know a lot of people who play sports and i they're you know i just can't i can't get into it i think it's my attention span i don't i don't have the attention like football for instance on average in a three hour a three hour long football game there's only 11 minutes of gameplay yeah on average and that i just can't (laughs) sit through all that i can't sit through all the stuff you know the stats lots of guys that kick touchdowns (laughs) (laughs) 
I just, yeah, it just couldn't get it. Basketball, I kind of started getting into it a little bit because I tried to, I wanted to see. It's something. the best sport going right now, for sure. Yeah, and it, it was, it was always, it was hey, cool to soccer. watch. I just, I'm I gonna have to time. defend soccer. Soccer's, right. soccer's my, cool. Soccer's now my number two behind. It's basketball. nonstop. That's nonstop action, yeah. man. Soccer and I mean, basketball, I can yeah, watch it. Not the most people exciting. Talk, people talk about the scoring, like but soccer. it's the action that's on the soccer field that. I, what yeah. I don't like about soccer is the fake fouls. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing for sure. I mean, same thing with basketball, though. To be honest, right? Yeah, the flopping. But now there's a five thousand dollar fine for people that flop. So they need to do the same anymore. thing for soccer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Have you guys yeah. seen the Key and Pill skit where the guy fake fouls oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. it just goes oh, yeah. on forever <laughs> and he <laughs> dies? He dies. <laughs> and then as soon as the yellow card's given or a red card or whatever oh, it was, God. he comes back to life and, yeah. he, <laughs> and he's better than ever, scores a goal. So yeah. funny. Yep. See, that's why I can watch. I can watch basketball and soccer. It's just I like I don't really have time. Like I never find myself like, and I've never developed like a what like an affinity or whatever for like a specific team. So the touchdown thrust. Never really done it. That was good too. Key and Peele, three thrusts. Missed them, man. They were they were fucking hilarious. Touchdown celebrations. Oh yeah. When they had the all star names, the all the names for the all star game. That was the best thing ever. You can't do one more. He's got one more thrust, and he'll be out of the game. (laughs) Dingle McCringleberry or something. Dingle, yeah, yeah. The East and West, Dingle the East and West teams. <laughs> Mick Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. Well, one one guy's name was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Movie and entertainment news. Ben Affleck entering rehab. <laughs> Have you guys been seeing photos of him? Like, okay, uh, he's no. apparently divorced from his ex Jennifer Garner, and he's with this new Playboy model named Shauna Sexton. Nah. Who has gone on to record as saying she loves started it. with Sexton <laughs> rehab a strange wife dating a Playboy model. That's my kind of Batman. Well, yeah. apparently he's going to rehab because it's too much for him. I would be drunk as shit too if I was part of that yeah. shitty movie Justice League. And, and our, Batman and, and I would be his ex-wife too if I was part of all of that garbage. He seems like kind of like just a typical Hollywood douchebag. He's to be a honest, douche. you know, yeah, like I might drink my ass to death too. It's probably all over J Lo and him and how good she has it with Alex oh, Rodriguez yeah. now. <laughs> J-Lo! J-Lo! Oh, yeah, she had that great performance the other Jiggly. night, and oh, maybe after that is when he went on his... Probably bed. broke yeah, it. Right? That broke it. That broke <laughs> it. God damn it, she's such a superstar. <laughs> Come back to me, J-Lo. By the way, she can't sing worth a shit. I don't know why, why no. that performance... She's she's just a performer. She must, yeah. you know. She's like one of those. She can dance. She could. She's a dancer, dude. She was on In Living Color Hell as one yeah. of the Fly Girls. Yep. She was oh, one of the originals. Yeah. I love she's it because really she's pretty fabulous. Yeah. No, she's super talented. Yeah, she's but like seventy eight years old. I with too. Aaron. And she, she's she's like seventy. She's seventy out twelve. <laughs> she's seventy out twelve. And she, she looks, looks like fabulous. She's okay, yeah. definitely looks good for <laughs> she her looks age. Good. And she doesn't have a lot of that yeah. fake ass stuff that some of the but, other nope. girls do. She's not like fucking Mariah Carey. She can't fucking sing you know like in my opinion oh, she mariah carey can't sing much nowadays no either. but back in the day she did you know or yeah. whatever like a good singer nowadays i don't know fucking i don't even like any of the new ones <laughs> like adele i can't stand that fucking chick i don't know oh really i don't i'll go on the record and tell everyone right now i fucking i cannot stand <laughs> i like adele any adele fan. singles maybe i need to Unpopular go delve deeper opinion. into the album she's you know? a beautiful but, voice no yeah. no but she's she not gonna shake it like you know no she's not a beautiful Style, you know who's a beautiful voice? You're Aretha. Like, Aretha fucking well, Franklin. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful voice. Speaking yeah. of those two, Have I, you saw heard an interview, I saw an interview the other day. Boy. Well, we all know it that. It was showing though. some old yeah. Aretha footage, and they, someone was asking her, what do you think? They were asking some about some of the newer singers. And they asked her what she thought about Adele, and she just said, eh, pretty good singer. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Taylor Swift? Uh, she's got good gowns. 
Yeah, that's what she she's said. not oh, a singer. Taylor Swift is not a singer. She's no. not a singer though. Somebody yeah. like she's maybe good gowns. Amy Winehouse. Somebody those that has like some kind of a a, a sultry. Um, soulfulness to their voice that funny. these singers don't have. Do you like days, Sia? Have you have you heard? Yes, yeah, Sia. Sia's you know, good. yeah, I actually yeah. would agree with that. Yes, for a yeah. modern singer, I agree with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in support of all of the female artists that you guys all listed. Yes, so, I mean I want to support them as they're well. They're all but fabulous in their own way. I can definitely have my you know, opinion. Only. My opinion on their vocal. Yeah. But do you do you support Sexton over there? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a female artist. That's true. In her, huh? own, in her own right. Uh, yes, okay. She is. Okay. Yeah. Girls gotta make money, right? That's right. yeah. That's Fair true. Enough. Girl enough. on girl only. You know, yeah. re- a rebound artist. <laughs> girl on girl only. Girl power. Right. No anal. Uh, okay. Whoa. All right. Nine Inch Nails. Uh, okay. You remember the 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 movie trailer that we saw for um, Jonah Hill's directorial debut for yep. Can't uh, wait. Mid nineties. Well, it looks like Nine Inch Nails duo Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are going to be doing the soundtrack for it. Jace. Which is fucking awesome. They've done some amazing tattoo, or uh, excuse me, uh, soundtracks for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Patriot's Day, The Social Network, Ken Burns series, The Vietnam War, Before mm-hmm. the Flood. They won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for The Social Network, and I think that's great that they're going to be on this soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Just going to solidify it as, I think, one of the most anticipated for me, like... That film coming out on October nineteenth is going to be huge. Oh yeah, Mid-90s. that's my generation right there. That's, that's gonna, all. I'm, yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. That's going to be a great one. Yeah. Wait, in '95, all I did was skate, play guitar, and yeah. smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> and it looks like this movie is going to be that, and also dealing with like weed? having an older brother and other family. No, shit. I said I said we smoking I smoked weed? a lot of weed. Yeah, I was in and fifth grade and I was reading books like What, what the is Giver. we, Charles? What is uh, well? What is we? I, I'm glad that you asked that because we is actually a derivative from one of our favorite drinks and one of our sponsors. That's oh, Krill really? Reserve. Oh, well. Krill Reserve is made with it with an abundance of we, which uh, also comes from the filtering process um, within the the, actually, the gullet of a blue whale. That's what I heard is that the uh, we extract is from the gullet, but it can it's filtered through the baleen, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. it gives it the potency that way. Yeah, so I smoked a lot of we when I was 15 and I was skating and it was great. It made me feel yeah. great. Like oily. you're a whale on mm-hmm. the on the skates? Yeah. Yeah. Got that Krill Thanks, Reserve. Thanks, Krill Reserve. Power. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, Marilyn Monroe, lost nude scene is found uh, from... Her film with Clark Gable from 1961's The Misfit. Misfits. It was thought to be lost, but now it turns out a producer named Frank Taylor has kept some footage locked up. Sounds like he was keeping it for his own <laughs> personal use or something. I don't know here. Uh, it was found by Charles Casillo, uh, Casillo authors of upcoming yeah. uh, this, mo- this book that's coming out, Marilyn Monroe, The Private Life of a Public Icon. Son of the producer, Curtis Taylor, told Casillo that his father saved the footage because it was groundbreaking. I snapped this while she was sleeping. (laughs) 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 Marilyn never knew. (laughs) She's dead. This is trash. This only appeals to, like, baby boomer dudes that don't have anything. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. That's going to be interesting, though. Um, Maybe it'll be uh, released on uh, some kind of a uh, special edition of the movie or something. Uh, so heads up, Netflix, HBO, H- HBO, I and hope, Hulu. I hope they don't exploit that. What? Like have a nude scene? Yeah. Release later. Just oh. l- leave it alone. Yo, do not show my titties when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all. That's all that's gonna be shown of me when I die. <laughs> I'm just my cat. Everything's gonna be like it's gonna be like a Slender Man except for just ex- exposed breasts, a glass bottom casket. Yeah. Passed on pictures of me after I gone. After I'm gone, fuck out of here. Uh, Netflix, HBO, H- uh, and Hulu users uh, apparently a bunch of your passwords and information was uh, listed on this 854 page uh, thing that was leaked to the dark web. Dark web. <laughs> Netflix, HBO, DirecTV, and Hulu. Uh, so just maybe change your password, or if yeah, uh, you no know, shit. be safe. Uh, apparently Christ. that happened. Danny Boyle. Using Danny the same Boyle. Password you've used for the past ten years on every <laughs> site. You it's ever time to change to. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's what I do. Danny Boyle, unfortunately, is out as the director of James Bond Twenty Five. One of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Um, He's awesome. So if Danny Boyle is leaving, it leads to me. A to believe that what the fuck's going on. Please um, pick Christopher Nolan. I don't know. Um, apparently, you know, Daniel Craig's in there. Um, everybody's in there. I don't know what, what the deal is. The The tweet just said, quote, Michael G. Wilson, Barbara Broccoli. Really? Ah, That's her name? made up name. And Daniel Craig today announced that due to creative differences, Danny Boyle has decided to no longer direct Bond 25. Let Mike so. Myers do it. Mike Myers? Mike really? Myers, the Bond, the Bond thing yeah, is you Austin know, Powers. They're a little bit uh, <laughs> prim yeah. and proper with that, you know. Danny Boyle Kidding. wants to get wild and wild. wet and do some weird shit, you know. That's not gonna. That's not a good mix. <sighs> a little bit of train spotting, sunshine, I don't know, man. and twenty-eight days later, I think all. Danny Boyle might be like exactly what James Bond needs, you know, to a give gritty. it. A, oh yeah, a new, I don't deny that. A new, fresh, fucking direction, but yeah, maybe the producers have different uh, ideas. Yeah, like I mean. Saying. He sound, he would be amazing for it, but they're not going to give him the creative freedom and the let to let to be the weirdo that he is. Yeah, yeah that's I agree. Bummer. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Uh, J- Jim Carrey. Speaking of Hollywood and how fucked up it is, Jim Carrey opens up about leaving Hollywood and why he decided to return recently. Uh, he dis uh, he disclosed a bunch of info, including some insight into his troubled childhood. I don't know if you guys have seen the preview for this new series that he's in. With um, it's on Showtime, and it's called Kidding. I haven't seen that yet, but I wanted to check it out. Have you guys seen any footage from it or any no. kind of trailer? But I have been digging Stuff all now. of uh, Carrie's artwork. Oh, my oh yeah. Goodness. You sent Chris a text message like a week or two ago, and. I just laughed and laughed. It was from Ace Ventura, Back Detective. Oh, that dance? That dance. Oh, that oh, dance, it, yeah. I did, it was so funny. All right, check out. Here's the trailer. Check this out. So this is Jim Carrey's new series, and it's on Showtime. Is that him as a puppet? No. <laughs> uh, but check this out. It's a new series that it's called Kidding. And it's on Showtime. Like are it. you kidding? He plays kind of like a Mr. Rogers he's kind a, of character. He's like a dark, morbid Mr. Rogers. Oh, no. is this like is this I'm like dark a, and morbid? Like what? What is it uh, with Edward Norton and um, Robin Williams? Um, Death to Smoochie. Love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. I don't Death know if it's. Smoochie. I don't know if it's like that. He um, looks so sad. All right, my my ultra pregnant wife needs yeah, curly fries right now. <laughs> She's blowing up my phone. No, go for it, Charles. I gotta go. I, I love you all, Garage Show Rickners. Crew reserved for life, baby. <laughs> all Jack. Oh. All right, thank you, Charles. No problem. Yeah, we're getting to the nitty gritty here. I know. She was like, "Are you still recording?" 
need some of them uh, rattlesnake fries. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, yeah. Oh. The new rattlesnake fries. That's wild. We'll get to that. Ooh. That sounds... So what do you guys think of that, though? We don't need to sit here and watch the whole um, damn thing, but it looks kind of interesting. I, I'll eat that kind of shit up. Uh, any yeah. throwback sad boy emo uh, Anderson yeah. type of... It, it, I love that kind of shit. And in this interview, he also brings up about his childhood and... Uh, he says, quote, like, my mom was addicted to pain medication. She was sick. She was yeah. lovely, too, yeah. but she was a child of alcoholics, and she had issues. Um, there was a bunch of stuff. They used to sleep in cars. Uh, uh, his dad was out of work. You know, they used to sleep in this VW van. He said, quote, we lived in campgrounds, or we lived on my sister's lawn way out in the country. And sure, it got cold in the tent, but in a weird way, it was a much happier time. So, wow, seems like he's just kind of dealing with a lot of stuff, and finding a new creative direction of how he wants to be involved. Mo money, mo problems, man. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's a lot of material we've covered today. Maybe we sh- perhaps should save some for next episode. And continuing along, <laughs> Johnny or, Depp. Or not. Looks like there was some <laughs> bad things going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Apparently. Yo! She. Uh, so here's the story. Yo! Uh, I try. Here's the story. Yo! He was sleeping. Okay, the, so she had a 30th birthday party that he didn't go to. And then supposedly <laughs> there was a. There was a big fucking shit. See this guy? Yeah, he was hiding in the drum. The sorry, guys. The out. cat sorry. just walked out of the drum uh, port. <laughs> the he bass hides, drum. He hides in the bass Must drum. Must have been in there for hours. Our cat, our cat Rory, <laughs> hides in the bass drum. Uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> so, okay, Johnny Depp missed his wife's 30th birthday, and supposedly she took a dump on the bed while Ew. he was sleeping as a retaliatory thing, and she blamed it on the dog. So, Oh, she did that to him? Yes. I assume the 55-year-old was the person that had the The housekeeper the found the sheets the next day. The worker said that the poop was too large to belong to a Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> but Amber Heard is standing by her story. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't Johnny yeah, Depp that pooped on the Could have been. Bed? I don't know. Somebody pooped know. on the bed. We need to get back to... This is a, a shitty situation as well. Yo, I don't even know what to say about this. This is so I don't wild. either. So here's this picture, Dahlia. Check this out. There's a picture of Asia Argento and this 18... Well, 17-year-old kid at the time. Why? Uh, apparently, this was... Uh, uh, she she played his mother in a movie that they were filming and Whoa. ended up... Uh, what you know, movie? Having, uh, it was called... Uh, hold on. Let me... Um, uh, okay, hold on. I don't like that Anthony sure. Bourdain's name is in this at all. I yeah, I agree Here's the problem. with you 100%. He's the one who paid the money to this fucking kid. This kid slept with this lady and demanded $380,000 as payout to him to be silenced. Anthony Bourdain had to do it. He said Bourdain considered Bennett dangerous and believed a $380,000 payout to him was a way to, quote, deal compassionately with Bennett demands, uh, Bennett's demands for help after he unexpectedly made an exorbitant request amount of money from me. Argento said that she was deeply shocked and hurt by having read news that is absolutely false of reference to a New York's Time report detailing Bennett's allegations. Uh, so she's trying to deny it. Uh, TMZ leaked this photo. That's wild right there. Is that from the set or is that from... That's from them. Is there um, context to this photo? That's from them after they apparently hooked up uh, back in the day. That's from 2003. Does she admit to that? 2013, excuse me. She does or doesn't admit to that? She's not admitting to it right now. And so you got to wonder, 
why Anthony Bourdain kind of killed himself when this stuff is starting to come out that he paid $380,000 of his own money Asia, you got some explaining to do, man. To help this uh, chick out that he was sleeping with. Okay. Uh, so, I don't okay. know. Well, we're going to have to wait till the next uh, week of details comes out that on this. That is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. But they weren't married. He could have said, oh, she cheated on me. I'm done with it. But he's not like, he's a, he doesn't, he's a good person. That's though. the problem is that somebody scummy like this chick got a good person like Anthony Bourdain involved and ended up bailing her out because he's a good guy. And then he probably felt fucking bad about it. He's tied to a child sex al- abuse allegation. You know? That's fucked up. Wait, All right. that dude's from Mighty Ducks? Yeah, Sean oh Weiss. Oh, my God. You remember Goldberg, the goalie? Remember that dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw his picture last Wait, week. Wait, this guy was Goldberg? <laughs> no, no, oh, it's a different a separate... story. No, no, no. Oh, this is a different story, story here. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sean Weiss, remember last week we showed that picture of him where he yeah, was all right, fucking Goldberg. sucked up and looked horrible? So he's checked himself into rehab. So he said he was below rock bottom, and uh, he basically he's checking into rehab. So there you go. Uh, a couple little stories uh, around the world. Yosemite finally reopening. Uh, I know this is in our own backyard here in, in Merced. The air was still a little bit hazy, but park officials uh, have, have opened up Yosemite, and it's back. So, I mean, you know, it's been a while, but finally. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. This guy. So Duncan Hunter, he's been in the news. We don't like to get too political around here. We try here. not to get too political But I here. thought this was worth mentioning that he was paying for a bunch of dumb shit like touring a U.S. naval facility Loving in Italy. All shit coming out lately. To all, you know, so much corruption, man. He was buying Hawaii shorts, and he told he tried to cover it up saying it was for the wounded warriors and stuff like that. Like, that stuff's despicable, man, the, you know? The quote for me is when he says, tell the Navy to go F themselves. Is yeah. And then after that, after he was uh, denied his trip to Italy, they told him, he told the Navy to go f themselves. Like, how s- fucking stupid is that? Just and, he, what a, and he pulls up today. You know, he's denying all of it. He's like, "Oh, this is the deep the state. This is people after him." Like, you know, the D, the, the the FBI has charged you with federal crimes. This is nothing to scoff at. And it, it just goes to show that the the their corruption in our government. We got to start electing it's quality fucked character up, man. people. It runs so deep. It's quality so corrupt. Character. It's people. it's so deep, it's so corrupt, and hey, it's, but we have a chance every November to get it right. Yep. So check this out: prisoners across the country going on strike. Um, apparently, it's a coordinated effort across <laughs> a lot of prisons where they're going to s- not report their assigned jobs, stop spending in prison commissaries, hold peaceful sit-in protests, and refuse to eat. Prisons in at least seventeen states were exper- expected to participate this week. Most of them in the South and the West Coast. I ain't sympathetic to this shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're in prison, you're a prisoner. You did yeah, some fucked did up some shit, right? Shit, and you belong there. In my opinion, I mean, there's a few cases where what know. they're focusing on is what they're saying is where they're getting paid pennies on the dollar for their labor. They're focusing yeah, on the fact that, that they don't want to work for the prisons. Well, uh, this, aren't they lucky they get to work in well, prison? This, well, this is the thing. I don't this, know. This is what this. Let, let me. Uh, I'm thinking play, of like. I'm not really I'm devil's advocate of, here, but no, no. Go ahead. I listened to some uh, the person that's advocating for this. They were on NPR this week, and you know she's a firefighter, and she's saying, "Well, not only are we not getting paid, or do we get deferred payment? You know, when we're done, when we're out of here, you know, our, our, we can get the money that we worked for the hours that we worked. But when we're out of here, we can't join up with a firefighter, uh, you know, a municipal fire fire station, right? 
you know, we don't have the ability to do that anymore. It doesn't account for like real world experience for a job. And, you know, there's just similar issues that are like that where, you know, you, whether you're in prison or out of prison, you're not giving, being treated as a human being. And I think what they're asking for is they, we all, we all understand, Hey, you committed a crime here you are. But then we start getting into slave labor. Then we start getting into other things where it's like, if they're going to be in jail, let them be in jail. But if you're going right. to use them for something, right. then there needs to be a, you know, a fair and equitable... Fair point. Uh, uh, yeah. What do you think about that point? I, in terms of like, a good point. I'm in jail and I'm, I'm doing my time. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to work, right? Yeah. But right. if I am but working... Be, we're not looking for torture, right? Yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of... It's, it is a juggle up there yeah. because, I mean, you want to be able to... You're, a, you know, you're in prison. You're a prisoner. You need to serve your time. You did something fucked up. But at the same yeah. time, should you be yeah. exploited... For like super low wages, I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's the thing. For I don't me. know. I, I look it's, at it. It's, and it's kind mean, of a sticky thing. Can you ex- you expect him to? I guess just sit there and do absolutely nothing and just rot away, or actually give him a be chance productive. to be productive. And most work people want to be productive because they feel like they're doing they something. Are, As an American citizen, if I know you're coming out, I, while you're in there, I want you really, really working on yourself, becoming a better human being, be able to contribute to society. When right. you get out. If you can, especially with the way, way the summer went, if you can contribute to a municipal fire station or you can, you know, join up, I want you there, you know. But maybe, but I, you know, I'm I'm not a cop. I don't know how you parse these things. Like, well, he he might have been a murderer, or you know, a, right? Whatever drug dealer, tr- dr- drug. Tr- it's it's hard to say, but it's I, tough. If you're in jail, maybe just don't do nothing, but maybe not just get treated badly. I guess you know, right? What I mean? It's maybe bringing attention to the issue, yeah. and I mean, uh, you know, I'm it's sure, a I'm, I'm, I'm conversation sure worth having. Yeah, I'm sure there's more dialogue to, for them to have, and they can work some things out. Hopefully, this was an interesting one. I thought that we, we were mentioning this earlier. That I thought this was interesting. The zombie gene that they found in elephants. So here's the deal: elephants have a very low susceptibility to getting cancer. Just five percent of elephants worldwide get cancer. So compared to about twenty five percent of humans, which is a big difference, right? Yeah. About five times. How long do elephants live? Do you guys know? Oh, quite a while. Yeah, they're like, like 80 years. Or yeah, that, they right? live. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's a while. Um, so the maybe new study. Some, something with developing slow, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it came out. Scientists saying they discovered a gene in elephants called the zombie gene that can detect cancer as soon as it develops in a cell and kill the cell off before it can multiply. The researchers found that the destruction of a cancerous cell is triggered by damaged DNA. That's the catch, is that apparently there's some kind of a gene that's a damaged gene in their DNA structure. It's not normal, and it's the one that's killing this cancer, which is really interesting because if we don't have damaged DNA, like you and me probably don't have damaged DNA. We're probably, you know, our DNA is fine. But there's an anomaly in these elephants' DNAs that's uh, some kind of a damage or whatever they call it scientifically that's causing them to fight the cancer. Which it is sounds almost like super a, interesting. Sounds almost like a vaccine. How vaccines normally put a little bit of, are meant to of, disrupt. Yeah, yeah, they put a little bit of the disease you're fighting, in a sense, right? A yeah. lot of them. Yeah, and let your so body it's like get maybe used they to have it part of that gene. A small amount yeah. of time. I don't know. It's interesting. Crazy. Anyway, uh, what do you guys think about dumb phones? Have you heard of this shit where people are buying? Sounds uh, dumb. <laughs> they're buying dumb phones, which is, you know, like older phones to escape all the buzzing and alerts that come with having a modern smartphone. That's cool. So they're saying that, quote, they may be aware that they're using it too much. However, they can't stop themselves. 
Uh, if I want to go out with just the dumb phone, then you can make a choice and have a day without all the noise and notification of apps. So it's kind of like you could still call someone if you needed, text someone if you needed, but it's not going to have all the apps and updates and everything else of a modern phone. Yeah. Would you use that? Like, I would. I mean... Like, for an instance, maybe you were trying to go to a meeting or a concert yeah. and you don't need all that shit. You or switch over. For, like back and forth, you know, like that's no, what gonna, they should do leave, with I'm phones, leave right? My smartphone at home. I'm gonna take this, switch my when I've moved shit over, right? Have the choice. Yeah, when I've moved to new cities, smartphones have been like the greatest thing ever. But once yeah. you know all your, where you're going and like how to get around, town, you don't need all that constant information anymore, and more so don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you just kind of maybe want a phone to call for an emergency or yeah. a text for an emergency if that. But if I can have my, if I'm just new to this city or that city, if I can have a GPS and, a, you know, very, very true. up directions to the new spot. All right. So we mentioned rattlesnake fries. Uh, Taco Bell is testing this shit. They love the fries. So rattlesnake fries, it's going to be uh, their fries, seasoned fries uh, uh, with, what is it? Nacho cheese sauce, steak, and jalapeno sauce, as well as pickled jalapenos. That sounds kind of bomb. I don't know about that steak. Steak, yeah, fuck yeah. Instead of ground beef, uh, I mean, I just, I mean, it's a lot. It's a yeah, lot to that, bite into. I just want know, the fries and the bill. cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have the steak on there too. That's a wild move. I don't know. Yeah, they're stepping it up. Rattlesnake fries. It's only available in Ohio, but they're tra- testing it out. Uh, uh, rattlesnake meat. All right, last one. That. Last little topic here. Have you guys ever had a lucid dream? Yes. Is that just a super intense dream or what is that? It's like a dream where you're actually, you feel like you're in control of it. You know you're dreaming and you're able to kind of uh, manipulate the dream, so to speak. It's, this is right before you wake up when you have REM sleep where you're not completely unconscious. You are thinking the things that are happening around you are audible and might get involved in the dream that you're having. Um, And you're kind of just eyes closed and thinking, but really, really deep into it though. So here's the deal. According to a recent study from this University of Wisconsin and the Lucidity Institute in Hawaii, there may be a medication that could help along lucid dreaming. It's called... Mushrooms. <laughs> right. Uh, what's it? A galantamine? <laughs> galantamine. And it's typically used to control the rate of memory loss in people with Alzheimer's, right? So researchers say a chemical has been found to promote lucid dreams that uh, happens to be in galantamine. In their study... of participants who took a higher dosage of the drug were successful in achieving lucid dreams when they also uh, practiced the MILD technique, which is known to induce lucid dreams at the same time. Wait. The mild technique? Yeah, it's some kind of... uh, Mild sauce on your rattlesnake fries and (laughs) call it a go. There you go. (laughs) Trip out. More research is needed uh, regarding the use of medication, but I don't know. know Wait, is it a bad thing to have lucid dreams? No, it's a great thing. Oh, I have lucid. I mean, that's that's how I wake up. Like when I'm asleep, I'm done. Lucid but dreaming going is going to my wake up. I'm like lucid dreaming about stuff. Here's the thing, man. Uh, uh, the study, a 2011 German study, found that just 51 percent of the people experience about one lucid dream in their lifetime. Oh, tragic. I can only, Fuck. me personally, I can only think of a couple times that I've had a truly lucid dream. That's where, where I'm kind of, that's why I was asking what it was. I don't, I mean, I definitely have my have lucid dream, intense the dreams, one that I, I'm but still, one that you're saying like being in control of, I don't really recall 
something like that. I had I'm a like dream. The, the one that stands out for me was when it was uh, I was That's like on insane. McKee Road, and it's an area that I knew, and I was on the corner of the road, and I'm able to go into the field, and every time I would push my hand down, it would push me up in the air. And would, I would get higher and higher up oh, in the yeah. air. And I was able to, like, control the way I would move around, you know? That's and like I would get, like, to these trippy. vantage points and stuff. And it was like I was in control of it. And I mm. felt like I was able to control myself in the dream, you know? Yeah. That's tight. And I, that's I, what a lucid dream yeah. kind of feels like. I thought this was so normal for you. I thought everyone had this. I thought – I can't believe 51% of people only experience it once. That's yeah. crazy. Some people just don't either get good enough sleep. They don't have. Oh, I sleep sucks. super well, know. you know. Yeah. Like it's been a long time since I, I've had that. Though. I don't know. I hit this. My wife always gets mad because she doesn't sleep as well as me. I, I hit the sack, and as soon as I put my head down, I'm out. The fuck out. Yeah. And I wake up in the morning just fine. Like yeah. every once in a while, I, I remember. You know, it's not very often I have really intense dreams, but it's still I've never had one that. I feel like I can. You're like, in control, control of it. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that one, or something like that. Well, see, it's not like you're like. I mean, it's not like your intent is there or anything. But while it's happening, you, what you want to have happen is happening. Well, see, that's that's where I differ with you because that that's what intent is. And my mom, she did this book a while ago. She wrote a book. It was called Dreaming with Intention, and it was like basically going to bed at night dreaming of what you wanted to dream like okay. if you want to make money if you want to do this if you want to dream about I've a problem you're having in life oh. uh, I got this issue I want to resolve uh, there's something I'm thinking about yeah. you actually go to bed with the intention I've, of getting that result I've heard of but I've heard of people dream most likely the dream or dreams are coming from the last thing you like sort of went to bed thinking about right I've heard that's that true. before, and that's exactly what. Okay, so what we're I there. I agree with you that that it in the dream that it's your intent. Like, but I I think out when if if you wake up, if you wake up, that dream had nothing to do with what you're. It's just a like well. There's a, a lot of dreams that's kind of like very true. There's a lot of dreams that you're not in control of. That it's more of a vision. You're watching yeah. yourself like play a role and you're like what the hell's yeah, going and you on wake up and you're like why the yeah. hell was i there yeah what was, was i doing and you were watching yourself from a third person perspective sure. but then a lucid dream is is something different it's like more person. it's more of like a first person perspective yeah. that you feel like i'm in the dream i know i'm dreaming right now but it's it's crazy and, and it they, feels weird and they can be all types for me they can be all types of weird things like i'll either be in a room with a couple people in just a weird situation where we're just talking and shit's going on or i can be like flying and like I want to take a piece of this cloud and take it with me while I'm flying past and like, I'll grab it. It's really weird shit like that. Mm. That, But I'm fucking consciously thinking about all the time. And if I'm sick for fucking forget about it, like if I have the flu or something, cough that medicine, shit's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <do> it. <laughs> yeah. It probably, probably alters it quite a I bit. I feel though. like I've had dreams when I, when I take cough medicine shit from time to time. And also yeah. I've heard too with uh, stuff you eat and it, it matters if you eat True. like some crazy ass some like mushrooms. Well, no, just like <laughs> so crazy Taco this, Bell uh, or some nachos before yeah. you go to bed. So Your this, body's like got a lot more going on, you know. So what's this okay. shit called? What's this? Uh, what was the substance? Well, the the substance is called galantamine. I need to get me some galantamine. So galantamine is probably it's in, used to control the relate. It's probably in cough medicine. <laughs> it's used to control the rate of memory loss in people with Alzheimer's. So, Damn. so I guess saying, I gotta got. We have a galantamine in us, do we? No, no, no. This no? is an external drug. Oh. It's a medication that but, they're using for people with Alzheimer's. But this sounds to me that if you're having 
lucid dreams, you're probably not going to get Alzheimer's or have, maybe have a better chance of not nah, getting it. I don't know if we no? draw those lines yet, oh, but man. I would say that maybe you're if you're having lucid dreams that it's more um, it's good for your mind and it's good for all of that because you're able to, you know, have galantamine in your brain naturally maybe. That's I'm just going I'm going to go with that as my own conclusion without any scientific evidence at all whatsoever. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Good way to end the <laughs> We, we've had a long one tonight, guys. For everybody that stuck through to the end, thank you for tuning in. Dreams trip me out. They are a trip. And, um, the brain. Don't get bummed out about all the death that happened in the beginning. That's just life. That's <laughs> I mean, and we, we had two weeks of an episode here uh, condensing all this stuff yeah. for you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, lots of great music headed your way tomorrow on 105.7 FM as well as 1660 AM, 1057thebear.com. Make sure you guys tune in for all new episode of The Garage. We've got a bunch of great new music on the way on the Bear Airways for you tomorrow night, 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And thank you guys for coming out this week, and we'll see you next week. America, so, register uh, to vote. That's right, definitely. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com